Merry Christmas from the Notable Speeches Podcast. Today, a piece that is not a speech per se, but a radio presentation from the late Paul Harvey. Mr. Harvey's daily broadcast, Paul Harvey News and Comment, was a staple of radio in the U.S. from 1951 until 2008, more than half a century. And during most of that long run, Paul Harvey included in his Christmas broadcast a modern-day parable about the Incarnation, the idea that the God who created all things entered into his own creation as a human being. That, of course, is what Christmas is all about. The parable became known as The Man and the Birds. Mr. Harvey didn't write it, although he did put his own touches on it. He got the parable from a colleague, United Press International religion reporter Lewis Castles. Mr. Castles used the story in a 1959 Christmas column for UPI, but apparently he too simply retold the story. The actual origin of the parable is unknown. But it was Paul Harvey who made it a Christmas-time favorite for millions of radio listeners. From his Christmas Day broadcast in 2004, here is Paul Harvey with The Man and the Birds. Americans, in our closing minutes, may I direct your attention to a story which was originally published by United Press International, by Lewis Castles, a longtime friend of mine and colleague. He and I tried for many years to trace the author of these words. We never could. And it occurs to me that maybe some things, some things are supposed to be written without credit to any particular individual. Let's see what you think after you hear this Christmas story. The Christmas story, the way it's usually told, the God born a man in a manger and all of that, escapes some moderns, mostly, I think, because they seek complex answers to their questions, and this one is so utterly simple. So for the cynics and the skeptics and the unconvinced, I'd like to submit this modern parable The man I'm talking about was not a Scrooge now. He was a kind, a decent, a mostly good man, generous to his family and upright in his dealings with other men, but he just did not believe in all of that incarnation stuff which the churches proclaim at Christmas time. It just did not make sense, and he was too honest to pretend otherwise. He could not swallow the Jesus story about God coming to earth as a man. He told his wife, I'm truly sorry to distress you, but I'm just not going with you to church this Christmas Eve. He said he'd feel like a hypocrite, that he'd much rather just stay home, but that he would wait up for them. So he stayed, and they went to the midnight service. Now, shortly after the family drove away in the car, snow began to fall. He went to the window to watch the flurries getting heavier and heavier. Then he went back to his fireside chair, began to read his newspaper. Minutes later, he was startled by a thudding sound, and then another, then yet another. At first he thought somebody must be throwing snowballs against the living room window. But when he went to the front door to investigate, he found a flock of birds huddled out there miserably in the snow. They had been caught in the storm in a desperate search for shelter. They had tried to fly through his large landscape window. That was what had been making the sound. Well, he couldn't let those poor creatures just lie there and freeze. So he remembered the barn where his children stabled their pony. That would provide a warm shelter. All he would have to do is direct the birds into that shelter. Quickly, he put on a coat and galoshes. 
and he tramped through the deepening snow to the barn, and he opened the doors wide. And inside the barn he turned on a light so the birds would know the way in. But the birds did not come in. So he figured that food would entice them. He went back into the house and fetched some breadcrumbs and sprinkled those on the snow, making a trail of breadcrumbs to the yellow-lighted, wide-open doorway of the stable. But to his dismay, the birds ignored the breadcrumbs. The birds just continued to flop around helplessly in the snow. He tried catching them. He could not. He tried shooing them into the barn by walking around them, waving his arms, but instead they scattered in every direction, every direction except into the warm-lighted barn. And that's when he realized that they were afraid of him. They were afraid of him. To him, he reasoned, I'm a strange, terrifying creature. If only I could think of some way to let them know that they can trust me, that I'm not trying to hurt them but to help them. But how? Any move he made tended to frighten them and confuse them. They just would not follow. They would not be led or shooed because they feared him. And he thought to himself, if only I could be a bird now, if I could be a bird and mingle with them and speak their language and tell them not to be afraid, then I could show them the way to the safe warm barn, but I would have to be one of them, wouldn't I? So they could see and hear and understand. At that moment, the church bells began to ring. The sound reached his ears above the sounds of the wind. And he stood there listening to the bells. Adeste Fidelis. Listening to the bells pealing the glad tidings of Christmas. And he sank to his knees in the snow. Paul Harvey, I hope for you and those you love, this will be a wonderfully Merry Christmas. From Saturday, December 25th, 2004, Paul Harvey. Mr. Harvey was inducted into the National Association of Broadcasters Hall of Fame in 1979. In 2005, he was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by President George W. Bush. Paul Harvey passed away in 2009 at the age of 90. To subscribe to the Notable Speeches podcast, search for Notable Speeches in the podcast app you prefer. And follow us on Parlor or Twitter at Notable Speeches for a heads up regarding new episodes. As always, your comments and suggestions are welcome. Email feedback at NotableSpeeches.com. I'm Joseph Slife, wishing you and yours a very Merry Christmas. <laughs>